Hey, Tony, I like video games. Well, hi there, Jake, I like video games too. And this is a new episode of Hey, I Like That Game. Hey, I like that game. Hosted by Jake and Tony. Oh my god. Please keep listening. I'm singing the Morrowind theme. <laughs> that was a... Alright. That was a stretch. It may have worked. It, it may have synced up. We'll make it work in post. I think... I think it worked beautifully. Oh, Tony, man. thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> that you told me you had an idea was really for dumb. the um We'll run it back. For the we'll make intro. it work. In, we'll make it work in post. <laughs> I I think it was beautiful as is. Tony, this is a new episode of Hey I Like That Game, a gaming podcast where you and I play video games. How are you doing, sir? Uh, we're I'm good. I'm good. Played a couple of games. Uh You've played a couple games. I've played I've played a couple of games. Do you want to talk about the couple of games you've played first? I yeah, I'll start. Um, All okay. right. So I just started playing this game, Indivisible. It's on uh, it's on Game Pass right now, but it's uh, it's basically like uh, did you ever play Valkyrie Profile? It was a JRPG on like the PlayStation. I think it had like a Vita release, but basically it's a JRPG where the battle system works like every. You have four characters which uh, coincide with the four buttons, like the four face buttons. And you can do, like, combos between four different characters and, like, juggle them and stuff. Um, it's really, really interesting. Like, the, the fighting mechanic of the game is really fun. But um, all the story stuff is a little meh. But it looks really cool. Uh, the art style is, like, Skullgirls, uh, if you've ever played that fighting game. Uh, I know I've seen it. That was, like, a... a- big splash and like at least um the fighting, fighting game, game. Yeah, community it's, yeah so it's, as far as like the art style especially yeah, yeah yeah like the art style and the animation is like really really good um it's, it's a fun it's a fun game definitely uh you should check it out uh if you like that kind of stuff but um the other thing i've been playing is a lot of i think you've heard of it uh it's called super smash brothers ultimate um um I, that's the you heard of the, that? the the fourth one um, right it's, yeah <laughs> might have heard of that game Sorry. oh what the hell google just i think i think you i think your google's heard of it that's what <laughs> okay uh, tell us tell us about your dude, new smash endeavors dude, here tony i've been playing a lot of smash i've been uh trying to grind out uh, elite matches uh to try to get my rank up with kirby it's not going well, um, but it's really fun though because they just uh, they just announced. Well, I think it's called like the Smash World Tour, and it's basically this year long uh, like, tournament series that concludes with a a tournament in December for uh, a quarter of a million dollars. Like that's the purse. Uh, both melee and ultimate are going to be played there so it's going to be oh dang dude it's going to be really dope like it, this is like a really cool thing for smash so it, it's getting me pumped to play and then there's i mean there's gonna be new characters soon you know like the next yeah yeah next fighter pass is coming out so uh i know i'm pumped i'm re- like that game is super fun still it's it's really good um yeah i definitely i still dive into that every so often i don't play online a whole bunch like unless you're playing because right. i 
I'm very bad at the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I still have a lot of fun playing it for sure, especially like with friends in person. Still, still a whole lot of fun to play that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what have you been playing, Jake? Uh, so one of the games I've been playing right now with my partner, which is nice. We like to play games uh, with each other every so often. This is our first one for a bit. But we have been playing the cult classic Catherine, Catherine. Um, on the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the premise of the game is it's like um, kind of like more like a visual novel intermixed with a puzzle game. Yeah. Um. So it's very anime. It's very weird. And then it's very puzzle at the same time. Um, I had a pretty good time with it. I definitely think it misses on a lot of things it attempts. Hmm. Um, the story aspect of it drags for a while, which I think is part of it needing to sustain like a game-length story. And the main character, Vincent, just sucks (laughs) so fucking much. He's unbearable to watch at times, which, like, I get. It's a story. He needs to suck so he can have, like, a character arc and, like, be redeemed. But that doesn't happen until, like, the last half an hour of the game. And he's just so exhausting to spend time with (laughs) um, just because of how much he sucks. Yeah. The game gameplay itself the the puzzle aspect of it so basically you're climbing a tower of blocks yeah. that you can move one at a time um it's, it's re- technically 3d but it's more vertical yeah and it's really fast too right like you can like really scamper yeah. up the the mountain pretty quick yeah you really can like especially once you kind of like learn the tricks and learn kind of how to read the blocks better um, you really, really can fly up the wall in certain times. I think the puzzle mechanic of it is very interesting and uh, pretty compelling. There are times where it gets very frustrating, um, just with a lot of the timing being, like, between life and death being very, very tight and in kind of bullshit ways. And it's not too much of a punishment if you if you die. And there's a pretty forgiving, like, undo-move mechanic. Uh, but, like, when you kind of get it and when you're going through that process of figuring out the puzzle, it can be it can be pretty fun. It can be a little exhausting. Um, I'm not, like, as into t- puzzle games, so maybe Tony would be able to speak better on the puzzle design. No, uh, did you know that there's a thing called uh, Competitive Catherine? Like, you can... Oh, I did not. Holy Google shit. shit. I would watch that in a second. Go- yeah, Google that. Um... <laughs> Like they have like side tournaments of it. Like I feel like it started at this. It's like kind of at the same level as Windjammers, where it's like, what's this obscure thing that's kind of a fighting game, but not. But I, I don't know. Like it's it's weird. Um, like I could definitely see that being kind of competitive because the way you move up the puzzle, it's very. There's a lot of freedom in it. It's not like there's one right solution most of the time. Yeah. A lot of the situation is about reading the wall itself, the different types of blocks you're working with. So there, there's more than one way to scamper up that wall. So I bet there'd be a lot of fun fun work with that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a cult classic. I think it definitely could be a just little saw, tighter. Just saw a re-release, too. They, uh, they just put out a new one. Oh, yeah? We played it on uh, 360. Yeah, yeah. I think... Yeah. I forget what it's called. I don't know if it's Catherine 2 or... No, Catherine Full Body. That's what it is. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right like, <laughs> it's just fucking shameless there's there's some there's some odd stuff in that game like the story is like kind of 
interesting as far as the mystery of it all, but the characters are kind of weird. Some of the writing's a little off. There's this at the very, very end of the game. There's this out of nowhere kind of like transphobic, like trans character reveal played as just like a yeah. throwaway joke that didn't need to be there. Um, there's just like little shit like that that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But on the whole, really interesting game. I'm really glad I finally got to play it after it sort of being um, like a cult game that's been in the in the zeitgeist yeah. for a while. Yeah, good one. Nice. Yeah. And I've been playing two other games, but those are to be saved for our main top story oh. today. Interesting. Because, yeah, uh, no prizes for guessing what those two games are. But, uh, Tony, if you're good, I think we'll go to a break here. Uh, yeah, let's go to a break. Yeah, let's go to a break, because we're going to be talking about The Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind when we get back. Yeah. Yeah, the other two games are Oblivion and Skyrim. <laughs> hey everybody, Jake here. Hope you're enjoying this episode of Hey, I Like That Game. If you have a question or a recommendation for Tony and I, you can reach us on our email address, which is heyilikethatgame at gmail.com. You can tweet me at like that game or you can find our facebook page which is the hey i like that game podcast anyway enjoy the rest of the show bye and we're back welcome back to hey i like that game we're talking about the elder scrolls 3 Morrowind today. Uh, Jake, this was your pick. Um, you have finally forced me to play a Bethesda RPG. I finally <laughs> subjected you to a Bethesda RPG, uh, yeah. and this one is extra fair because it's one <laughs> I have also never played. Oh, So we're really? both going... I had never played Morrowind before, so we both hmm. went into this one completely fresh. But this game wasn't my idea. If we were <laughs> playing an Elder Scrolls game... Or a Bethesda game, I probably would have picked Fallout 3 or Oblivion. But right. this was the small suggestion of a good friend of ours, Jacob. Uh, and that, since that's going to get confusing, we call him Nessie. So, Nessie, Nessie hey guys. welcome to the podcast. Tell us why this game. So, this game really kickstarted a lot. Um, this was kind of bethesda's big break or at least bethesda studios bethesda game studios big break onto like the kind of triple a main scene like this was one of the biggest titles for the original xbox back when it first launched and this sort of defined western rpgs for a while to come um like this game had so many ideas that like oblivion iterated on skyrim iterating upon that this is kind of the one that's really started it all in a lot of ways um for most people um i know this game was hugely integral to my childhood um just kind of how i think about rpgs and at the same time like there's so many cool ideas in this game that were kind of dropped for future releases for one reason or another which, on the one hand, like, I understand, but at the same time, losing those ideas is kind of completely... It's it's kind of... 
it's turned Elder Scrolls into a very different experience. And I think we'll get into oh, man, specifics I... down the line. Hell yeah, we are. But um, <laughs> yeah, this game, this game in Bethesda tradition is a mess. It's um, a beautiful, beautiful yeah, mess. So, <laughs> so, so this game... <laughs> You can just do almost anything, right? Like it's like the most like open-ended video game for it's, the most part. Yeah, like, you can just do so many different things, and and that's always been a goal of the series. Yeah, it's it's fascinating how how the game works. I don't enjoy how the game plays, but like I'm fascinated by the way this game was made. And, like, the amount of stuff and systems that are, Mm -hmm. like, in it. It's crazy. So, Nessie, I had never played this one before. I got introduced in the series in Oblivion. But I've, of course, been familiar about Morrowind and a lot of the buzz around it. So one of the things Tony mentioned was, you don't like the way it plays. And... Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think anybody likes the way this game plays. The people who love this game love it in spite of that. Like this is this is not a fun gameplay experience. Yeah, I don't think it's it. Th- there's a lot that the rest of the game has to make up for when it comes to the gameplay, for sure. Um, just to just to start, so let's just start talking about specifics because I think there's one yes, thing that let's get into it you don't always hit people around. with melee strikes that's when you hit them the with combat. melee strikes the there's combat. a roll of the dice <laughs> every time you try to hit somebody with your goddamn fucking sword it's exhausting nessie it's the fucking worst so you it's got... the, the combat is the combat sucks so much so you there's guys so many both... cool th- uh, there's guys... so many cool things okay. you can do there's so much. There's so many cool things you can do in this game, but combat and like even like the spell casting just kind of sucks. Uh, yeah. No, there's it no there's there's no defending those systems. I will agree with that. Like it's mm-hmm. not playing the combat, getting into fights in general is not good. When the reason you yeah. die to a fucking crab at level one is because you somehow had trouble hitting what is essentially a giant fucking boulder with legs that 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 doesn't mm-hmm. sit right like here's a situation that that ran into me that i thought was complete bullshit and like i was like fascinated by it but at the same time so pissed i made a character that was um one of like the lizard people, right? And oh, they can Argonians, yeah, yeah. So you they can breathe underwater. And in the first area, I just went into the water to see, like, hey, let's see what I can do in here. And then a bunch of fish oh, attacked no. me. Oh no! Oh no! No, no, you don't swim at level one. <laughs> it's just a, Tony. You I, don't swim dead. at level one. <laughs> just like dead. It was the worst. And it's like the sense the sense of adventure in this game, like you can go anywhere, do anything, is is interesting but like i don't know i i want to like walk around and just like randomly stumble into stuff while i'm fighting things in the field and fighting things in the field suck it sucks in this game yeah you know trying to level up my like melee combat skills it's the worst because you, mm-hmm. you you can't if unless you start with a high enough level 
which you can do. There's a way to start so that you have like an above 60% hit chance with some so, weapons. You can do. But the average yeah, like that's a, picking you, up this game does not know how to do that. And for the average person, that experience is not great. Yeah, not at all. I mean, I remember when you we were talking about this game, Nessie, you offered me basically like a bunch of a bunch of tricks mm-hmm. on how you can get really good stuff early, which I declined because I'm a pure gamer. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. A but... pure gamer. <laughs> it's all just using Hashtag. like stuff that's in the game. And even then, that kind of starts to expose you to like some of the like cool, weird stuff that's in the game. Um, mm-hmm. Like we even we could go into once we're once we've kind of gone through like some of the combat stuff, we can start talking about the content that we've encountered. Um, but I feel like I yeah. feel like we need to go into detail about how bad oh, some of the gameplay is. Well, I, let's let's start. I want to start with kind of like I, what I think the defining feature of the elder scrolls series is which is basically how you level up and how you build a character yes yeah so there are in morrowind there are 26 different skills you can choose from they range from stuff like uh short blades uh different types of magic your athletics your acrobatics uh your speechcraft stealth stuff like that you basically get to pick five major, I think, and five minor, yeah. and those comprise your main skills. Mm-hmm. And the way you increase the ability in a skill is by using it. So you level up by using specific mechanisms in the game. Swing your sword a bunch if you want to up your sword. Cast a bunch of fireballs if you want to up your destruction, etc. Jump et around. Jump around if you, you want to raise your acrobatics, or better yet... Start another character because what the fuck are you doing, majoring or minoring in acrobatics? Okay, don't do that. So hey, 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 so, hey, Jake, hey, Jake. Yes, how yes, do you, yes. How do you yes, how do you Jake. level up your athletics? How do you level up? Athletics you level up game? your athletics by swimming into a corner, wrapping a rubber band around your controller, and then go take a nap. What? <laughs> <laughs> yep. What the fuck? So So, you level up your character by leveling up your specific major and minor skills. And one of the ways you can do that is you raise your athletics by moving. So now, have you you actually leveled up a character in this game? Like, have you gotten to level Um, two? It's completely reasonable to have played this game as much as we have and not made it to level two if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, the, the Elder Scrolls series is really interesting in that that's how you level up and that's how you increase your attributes and it allows you for, to play the game and not have to always engage in combat to level up. So that's kind of like the base we're working with. That's what makes the Elder Scrolls series very different and very unique. So Tony, what was your character's build like? Uh, so I hit, I made like three characters. I made like the first, the first one I was like, okay, uh, I'm just going to go into the custom class and just dick around. Uh, I think I made like, what was it? Uh, I, I made a Nordic like swordsman or something like that with uh, right. conjuring. So I did like long sword and in conjuring or something like that. And it was kind of cool at first because I could like summon like a dagger, but like my proficiency was in longsword, so like I didn't get a ton of use out of it. And then I tried to like summon a ghost, like it, it gave me that spell, and it just always failed. It just never did anything. Um, yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? I wanted to 
make whatever I wanted to make. And it just, the game didn't allow me to do that. Or like, it didn't, I didn't know how to do it. Right. Like it's because it's, it's so fucking weird. The, One like of the... so There's so much to dig into. Mm-hmm. And if you, you can fuck up a character just by not uh, doing it right. And, so I made, mm-hmm. yeah. So I made that guy, I made a, uh, what is it, a, a witch, was it a, a witch hunter? Or a, uh, witch hunter, yeah, I think that's one. And that was the one, um, the lizard guy that I went into the water and died. Um, and I just said, fuck it, I made a stealth character and just like followed a guide. <laughs> and just, yeah, just how, nice. how do I, how do I get all the good shit and get, get through some of this content? Um, yeah, yeah, especially for Morrowind and Oblivion, if, this game eventually devolves into you making characters wrong and then like following a guide. Yeah, kind of. Because oh, yeah. you can make you wrong get, characters. You, you can get, pick the wrong skills and be shoehorned. You get your racial you skill bonuses, shit. but you don't get what your starting attributes are going to be because that's different from character to character. So yeah, it's super easy to fall into that trap. Yeah, yeah. I wish, like... I really appre- appreciate the systems in this game, but mm-hmm. I'm not good with those systems. And I feel like you have to play these games a lot to understand them a little bit. Um, yes, and that's it just doesn't. A part of it. And this this genre of game, I just don't have a lot of fun with. And then on top of that, there's this giant learning curve. It's like, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the-, the learning curve for this game is a mountain. It's a yeah. cliff. But speaking of mountains and cliffs, uh, the the actual world of Morrowind is super cool. I think super it's nice. I think it's the best world in the Elder Scrolls. It's yeah. it's so varied. There's so much different shit. It's crazy. It's it's really like some of the major cities look like trash and they're hard to navigate. Oh, um, are you talking about Vivek? Oh, yeah, God. We'll, oh, we'll get to Vivek. Vivek, yeah, your day is oh, coming. Oh, oh. It's so I will it's say, so I will say, being able to levitate makes it much easier. See, but oh, how yeah. do I That's know another that? cool thing you can do in this game. You oh, can yeah, fly. that's right. This is the last <laughs> game where you could fly. But yeah, Tony, that's one of the things I have in my notes. I have a lot of... I have a lot of negatives about this game in my notes, mm. but there's definitely some positives too. And one of those is just how cool and alien and fun to navigate the world is. Cause it looks super neat. There's some weird shit in there's this some game weird shit. and it's really, really fun and interesting. And that's something that's really lost is the games go forward. Like, Oblivion has, I think, less cool and less weird-looking creatures, and definitely Skyrim. Skyrim has uh, so much less less creatures in it, and the ones that are in there aren't anywhere as cool as the stuff that you're finding in Morrowind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Morrowind, like, the world is very cool. Like, it... The world, like, begs, begs you to, like, uh, explore it. You know, like, it feels mm-hmm. almost like Breath of the Wild in a sense. It's like, I want to go just explore this world. But the thing is that, like, Breath of the Wild is fun to play. And this, <laughs> game, and this game is not fun to play. <laughs> you know, like, I, that's just my opinion, you know. But, it's just, oh, man. but like, well, the fact that you can levitate and just, like, jump into, like, the into space, basically, it, like... It's crazy some of the the ways you can like break this game. Oh, like mm-hmm. 
Oh, we'll we'll get into that. Um, it's like it's like developer sanctioned ways to break the game. It is like Todd came down from the heavens and told you this is kind of fucked up. Like we'll let you play with it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not there's a lot of rules, but those rules can be bent in, in like the fact you could just like make custom spells. There's a, there's I a there is a love that. I, I love so that good. so much. It's so much fun. It's that so is the cool. worst. The worst thing about Skyrim is that there are no custom spells, and that game is so much so, worse for it. There's a system that any of our listeners who are familiar with this game are waiting for us to talk about. Should do we want to do we want to get in? Well, well, let's let's let's, let's hear go, about yeah. everyone's characters. Let's go, Hogwarts. Let's give the people characters. give the people what they no, want. No, I'll we, go on a journey with you. Nessie. We're starting. I'm going. So, with so it. we're talking about we're talking about our character builds. We start. We got here from our character yeah. builds. We're, we're this. There's so much in this game. It's so easy to fall into tangents. Jake, what was your build? That's, okay, my build. I was a dark elf named Tony. Yes, thank <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> hey, and my oblivion character. My oblivion character also dark elf named Tony two. Skyrim character also dark elf named Tony three. Anyway, back to Morrowind. So dark elf named Tony. Um, my stuff was mostly in magic. I also took um sneak and light armor, and I think security like lock picking. Uh, sneak was a big mistake to make because I have. No clue how sneak works in this game, but it sucks. <laughs> oh, the way the system works but, is there's a die roll of you getting discovered every moment of your life. Right, and there's no way to level it up if you're looking. low level. It was I basically like I got kind of like late in the game. My skill, my sneak well, skill there, had leveled up less is, than one point that. in total. So I just like paid to have people train me for it. Yeah, I got it to like level forty, and I was still being seen instantly by everything. And at that point, I'm like, fuck it, sneak is sneak sucks in this game there's also there's yeah there's spells that can help with that too but we can we can we can break into those systems when we when we get to them but yeah but like i mostly played with the spell casting and the spell casting in this game it's kind of neat when you're allowed to make your own spells like that's a really fun feature to play with Mm -hmm. nessie tell us about your little little so i had so i've had you've you've played this game so you had like the knowledge of like what skills I was I was definitely happening. a little deep into this game uh, when I made the the suggestion to you guys to play it. So my character, who is probably the most I've progressed in Morrowind with any given character, so my character was an Argonian mage. Um, so I leaned all into the magic skills. It was a custom class where I basically just picked basically every. Uh, I think it was destruction. Um, alteration no alteration was a minor skill mysticism was a major skill uh illusion was a minor skill conjuration was a minor skill um basically i just took all the magic skills and was like all right these are distributed major and minor destruction is a major skill yeah um basically so what i did you kind of start off there's a couple of things you can do in the first town to get yourself like a gold advantage early on and then from there, just booked it straight to Balmora and joined, I, yeah, I joined the Mages Guild and I joined one of the Great Houses. We can get into exactly the paths we took later, but basically mm-hmm. I was built from the ground up with magic because going in, I knew the combat system isn't great. The magic system is very broken at the early levels. And then as you level yeah. up, you start to encounter things where it's like, okay, maybe I should know how to use a sword. Um, but early on, it's absolutely just disgusting. Yeah, for the most part, like, the destru- destruction spells 
just ram through everything. Being able to being able to reliably cast a fireball at level one is a game changer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. Not to mention some of the things you can do in the early town to get you some pretty cheap spells early on. Yeah. 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 So the way the spell working or spell making works is you need to already know how to cast a certain kind of spell exactly uh, by purchasing it, and then you kind of get to play with the the sliders, basically the magnitude of it, duration, um, if it's melee or ranged. Uh, which is a way of kind of like gating mm-hmm. out the process so you're, it's not immediately broken, the spells you can make, but there's variation within it. You can kind and, of play with the yeah. damage sliders a bit in a way to make spells more reliable to cast, too. Yeah, and the more a spell does, generally, the more it costs in terms of and both the money to purchase and also money to cast. you have of casting it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I, wish I understood that when I was making my character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You kind of you kind of need to know. I'm I remember the very first time I played an Elder Scrolls game. It was Oblivion. I was at a friend house watching him play. He looted a chest. His mom called him upstairs, so he handed me the controller and said, "Okay, here you can play for a second. And my character couldn't move, and I didn't know why, and I couldn't do anything to make them move. Then, like, 15 minutes later, my friend came down and it's like, oh, you were over-encumbered. Oh, yeah. And, like, goes in, like, drops one item and then can move around. And it's like, shit, I have no idea how to play these games. (laughs) So the introduction to these games is always so hard Mm -hmm. to penetrate. They're Mm -hmm. so obtuse in their systems. And and it takes a lot of time to learn it. Can we talk about how small every fucking icon is? Like... It's yeah. like oh, it's like man. teeny tiny with like no information on it. The so, journal like the journal system sucks. Like you can't find the info you need when you need it. Like ah, oh, it's just while we're uh, talking about this, can we also talk about so we've talked a lot about what this game we've played is. We haven't talked anything about how we've played this game. <laughs> Tony, how did you play this game? I played this game on the PC. <laughs> you gave me uh, the advice to get this thing. Was it Open MW? Open MW. Open MW. Yeah. So I played the game through that, which apparently like fixes a lot of bugs and like improves the performance. It, um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Nessie, Nessie, do you engines. want to tell us how you played this game? So I played the game the same way Tony did with a couple of graphical mods because, again, I had, I had recommended this while I was already somewhat deep into a playthrough. Um, mm-hmm. And we should talk about the directions our playthrough went, our playthroughs went at some point. But so I was already somewhat deep into a playthrough. I was also playing through OpenMW. I had a couple of just texture mods just to improve like how the game looked. Sure. So 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 Jake. Yes. Jake, yes, you sweet Nessie. summer child. Yes. <laughs> how did you play this game? I played this game on my Xbox 360 uh, with the digital <laughs> download of the Xbox port. And um, I installed no mods because you can't. And this game runs like such shit on that console. (laughs) All the loads, dude. The load time is like maybe a solid minute. The game would freeze and like buffer for a solid five five to ten seconds at times. There were immense graphical and movement glitches all the time um i certainly picked the wrong way to in, play well, Morrowind. in some ways you picked the purest way 
because <laughs> there are so many people whose first and only experience with this game was that. That's except that would have been unbearable. Giant ham yeah. beast of a controller. That, okay, how, like how navigating how? the map in this game. Jesus. This, Cursor moves at a glacial, <laughs> at a glacial pace when you're trying to go through the map at all. This game is unplayable on console. And yet, this was a system seller for so many people. Yeah, like. <laughs> It's, it's it's no Halo. I'll give it. I'll say it's, it's no definitely Halo. like yeah, it's, it's a step dude, down this, from Halo for sure. But this this game is fascinating. But <laughs> is, yeah. I just it, it's fascinating all the stuff you can do in this game mm-hmm. and like it's it's like a, it's an adventure game. You know, like it's not like an RPG. Yes. Well, it is an RPG, it's but the, like yeah. at its heart, it's just adventure. You know, yeah, like, go, it's, out, it's, go out and. Figure out what's cool going on. Stuff, in the world, do you know? cool things. Find yeah. a story to tell. And some of those stories mm-hmm. are cool. Yeah, for sure. Like you come and find some like cool stuff in this game a lot. A lot of cool stuff happens organically with this giant world. So let's seg that actually is a good segue. Tony, what's your character's story? What happened in your playthrough? Your longest playthrough, shall oh, we'll geez. say. Oh, um, jeez. I. I... I don't... What's the highlight reel? Like, I, I played through some quests, I think, in, like, the Fighters Guild. Um, okay. I did a little bit of the main story. So you killed some rats. Get... You killed some What's rats. What's that? So you killed some rats. I killed some rats and uh, did some, like... Like, your your main character guy is, like... <laughs> I, w- I went through and I, like, read the story afterwards, but it's, like... So your oh main character start ha- starts having, like, visions... And mm-hmm. uh, like it's it's it gets really weird, uh, and that's where I stopped. <laughs> um, right. But I did. I played the one where um, uh, the guy who died in the in the water, the the, <laughs> the ghost swordsman that that only got through a couple of quests in the fighters guild. Um, right. And then like the sneak guy, I did. I did a bunch of the stuff in that first town where you can like get all the mm-hmm. good weapons and, and gold and shit. Um, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I didn't play much else outside of that. Like, um, I did run into this like weird God, what cave was it? It was like some like dwarven cave. Um, just, out, uh, just outside. Oh, like, like in the, the in the, city. in the main quest. Oh, in Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. But like I crossed this bridge yeah. and there's like a wizard there. Yeah. And yeah. That's... I, fucking wizard i bought that wizard and then i like turned the crank and then you know the um the door kind of opens a little bit and you have to run through it at the right time kind of um uh i did that and then like there's just randomly two guys there that wanted to kill me for some reason and i died um because i missed 10 or 15 times in a row uh because the combat sucks in this game like I wish, I wish, I wish that part of the game was uh, more fun because, like, that's how I wanted to engage with it. I wanted to just like run around and encounter things, and I was often punished for that by like either like monsters or humans that just I couldn't kill for whatever reason, you know. 
Yeah, because yeah. the the combat in this game is very hard, and it's tied to your fatigue, which yeah. really sucks mm-hmm. because in order to move at full speed, and full speed in this game is a glacial pace. You move oh, it's so, so slow. slow. But to so re- remember when we were talking about leveling up athletics? <laughs> right, yeah, just run There's into a There's a reason corner. I leveled up my athletics a lot. <laughs> but, like, you <laughs> move very slow. And to move at playable. max speed, you're draining your stamina all the time. And both yeah. your spell success rate and your attack hit rate is directly linked to your stamina. So you're incentivized to keep it pretty high at all times in case you get into a random encounter. So you, like, mm-hmm. sprint walk sprint walk sprint walk and even like the sprint speed is very slow oh so, it's, it's so slow if you're it's not so if you're slow. not patient with this game you're going to you're going to get punished in combat and then you're going to get punished in transit because moving around is so painfully slow yes yeah, it's, it's very slow very yeah. slow uh, uh. There's so many. There's so many like big things about this game I can bitch about, but there's so many like big things about this game I can be like, hell yeah, I totally see what you're doing. So, like what? Like so, what? Like what's the coolest yeah. thing in this game to you? Okay, the coolest thing in this game is just how much it allows you to make a character. Every single playthrough is going right. to be completely different. And even, like, your own playthroughs. The replayability within Elder Scrolls games are phenomenal. Because the first playthrough is rough. And when you go through a bit more, you learn the systems. You learn what's good, what's not good. You can mix up kind of things that work within the viable skills. You can play uh, a mage in one playthrough and a like a heavy two-handed fighter in another and like do different guild quests and make different decisions with quests and have a whole different experience in this big world. And there's a lot of fun stuff you can do in the systems allowed. Like you can fly, which can be entirely game-breaking in times mm-hmm. in a really cool way. The atmosphere of this game is very tense in a fun way because the landscape is very bizarre and you can run into enemies that are like 20 levels higher than you and bop you immediately. Yep, and right. that's that's fun and that's tense. It makes every dungeon you go into, every random cave you enter, you don't a new expect. interesting experience. Everything else around it sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, so, God. so what... So what was your character's journey? So my character, I was a uh, night elf mage named Tony. That's very important. Mm -hmm. Um, So Tony, he started uh, the main quest, went over to Belmora, talked to the main dude. The main dude who's, like, supposed to, like, give you main quest quests, the first thing he tells you is, like, here's a little bit of gold. Like, go, go. Go join a guild or something. That's like you're not ready some, for this I'm shit. So glad you brought this up because that's something else I appreciate about this. Game. I actually, I do, every, I do appreciate that. Yeah. Every other Bethesda RPG, each step of the main quest is you need to go here now. There's a time pressure. You got to do this. Like hurry up. Oh man, I'm bleeding out on the floor. You need to get me my medicine. You can go become Archmage of a guild and like that. Yeah, and that guy's gonna be fine. (laughs) This is the first game that actually like addresses this and is like, hey, take your time with this. Go explore this world that we built. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. So uh, the first guild I joined was the Thieves Guild, because I've always liked the stealthy characters in Elder Scrolls games. 
the the stealth in this game doesn't work. I don't. I mean, maybe it does. I don't know how it works, but it it doesn't work well. The it, first, it, yeah. Three, I think you need magic for stealth to be viable. <laughs> yeah, you need to have like astronomically high stealth for it to be like realistic, and you can't level up your stealth unless you successfully stealth, and you can't successfully stealth when you're low level stealth because it's it's a vicious cycle. Yeah, and you essentially need to pay trainers. Yeah, it's almost like it's a really shitty system. <laughs> almost, 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 it almost is like, like that. that. <laughs> it's almost like that. Um, the first three quests of the Thieves Guild aren't great so i i left out of anger i then joined the mages guild i honestly don't remember what i did in the mages guild the thing that like sits in my mind the best was when i would next stand next to the beds i would cast destruction spells until my mana ran out sleep until it regenerated and then do the whole process again until i had like a high enough mana or destruction stat where i could like cast higher level spells um reliably so I crammed in college and then dropped out and joined the Fighters Guild. And I actually went through um, all of the um, Balmora quests for the Fighters Guild. And that, like, shows you some cool spots in the game. And it lets you do some really cool stuff. And then, like, I ran out of the quests there. It's like, okay, cool. I'll do the ones in Vivek. But then immediately stopped because Vivek is a Fuck. terrible fucking oh, city. city. Fuck that Vivek. Oh, and I also killed a Dark Brotherhood assassin who came after me and took all his armor. And once uh, I did yes. that, I'm you've, like, I don't have to join the Dark Brotherhood because I already got all their shit. So why would I do so that? You, so there, so there is no actual Dark Brotherhood in this game. Um, or like whatever the the bald Morag or. Oh yeah, the Morag Tog. There we go. I was close. Yeah. <laughs> well, but like you don't even get you don't even get special armor from that. Um. Yeah, so you hit you hit some expansion content. <laughs> yeah, I did most of the like guild quest stuff. I did a decent amount of the main quest. I did like till the second or so quest in um Vivek, but then just like immediately wanted to leave that city. So I don't know. I don't I know I know in the lore you're like a reincarnation of a god or some shit. I don't really care. I think that part was cool. I like that. That's cool. I, okay, we'll, we'll get to the lore too, but I think Nessie needs, needs to tell us about so his journey. I could I could honestly segue us into the lore pretty easily. So, because again, as I mentioned, I started this pretty early. So, mine is an Argonian mage. So, basically, the first thing I did after doing a bunch of starter stuff in the uh, in the first town, um, there's a couple of quests you can do. Actually, we'll talk. Let's talk about one of those briefly. So who talked to Fargoth? Who talked to this game? Who talked to the in-game Todd, ha- Todd Howard? I, I don't recall anybody, any NPC's name in this no. game. The only one there I was, remember so, is, like, was it Kaus, 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 what's that dude? So Kaus, no one... Kassian Karabalo? Caius Kassades. I think there was Kaius a prince. Caius Kassades. Neverin? Ozzy Osbourne or something crack like that? Your crack addict boss... <laughs> Yeah, Isn't no, the, the first the naked first, the first naked guy who lives in his apartment all the time that has yes. a ton of quests. <laughs> so many quests. He has a ton Where of is quests. he getting all these quests? Put put a shirt on, dude. I, you're the blades. You're the blades. Well, he sold his shirt for crack. Haven't you talked to him? He's got a crack problem. <laughs> um. So Nessie, I have no clue who that individual is. Okay. Uh, describe so, describe it a bit more. In the very first town, you know how the game prompts you as you're leaving to search a barrel Mm -hmm. and you probably already would have searched the barrel anyways because to make money in this game at the very start 
you have to just loot clean every empty room you find in the starting area. Yeah. And sell it because this was before they realized making everything have a value was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get the engraved ring of healing in a uh, in a little barrel. I did get that ring outside. Yeah. So, so there's yeah, yeah. someone who owns. So there's someone who owns that ring. Oh, in, there is. It's it's uh, it's Saint Tony. Amin. That's who owns that it's ring Fargoth. in my playthrough. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's Far- so it's Fargoth's ring. Fargoth, the little wood elf, is, and also mm-hmm. they, yeah, it's Fargoth, this little wood elf. Oh, also, did anyone? Speaking of wood elves, did anyone walk to Balmora? I did. That was me. Okay. I was the sucker that did that. <laughs> did you walk by? Did you walk by? The journal on the ground. Nope. I mean, I probably did walk by it, and Tony was far no, too busy no, admiring would, so his would, precious, precious ring to have seen it. No, you would remember <laughs> this journal, because on the roads from Sidonine to Balmora, there's a journal on the ground, and then you hear a screaming. What? And a wood elf oh, God. falls from the sky, lands on the journal, and dies. <laughs> I totally missed this. You? Oh, oh, buddy. Buddy, this game is content to the brim. Um, it really is. Well, so then you dig through his corpse and you see, oh, he's got a scroll that fortifies your acrobatics. A thousand points for Jesus. seven seconds. He's got six of them. You can cast it and you can jump. It's called the Scroll of Icarian Flight. Jumping with a thousand acrobatics sends you flying. <laughs> like, it's like a yeah. rocket taking off. I mean, that's like a, yeah, is, essentially like your jump height. You're flying for more than seven seconds. Oh. Acrobatics also controls the fall height from which you take damage. So you land with whatever you started with after jumping with whatever you started with plus a thousand. If you don't do it right, you will die. <laughs> so it's just like the game fucking with you. Well, you get more than one scroll. Uh huh. So you can boost it again to land properly, or you can just land in the middle of the ocean. There's ways around it, yeah. or you can just not do it and pay the fifty bucks to take a take the little silt bug. Little, nope. Yeah, um, weird. Like, by the way, working. this game, this game has different fast travel, and that you and have that to pay doesn't? people to fast travel you. <laughs> you have to pay. Like, I had a never, silt, you have to I had never missed fast travel. So much in my life moving around in this I game is so hard. I appreciate what it does. I appreciate what it does. I, okay, so I think it's a good move. Quest markers. This game Not doesn't have them. present. Not oh, present yeah. at all. So you are given no, you know you like, get directions. directions. Like pre GPS directions. Like, oh you're gonna see a big tree and then take a right until you hit the large boulder and then go like ninety <laughs> degrees uh up. <laughs> Like right. that kind of shit. Like so, you Which have to is... follow those directions. What did you What did you think of that, Tony? I hated it. I absolutely hated <laughs> it. Like the journal, the journal itself was the worst. Man, mm-hmm. it it just was. It's barely because that's how you have to refer back. That's how you have to refer but, back to anything someone says. It's, it's the worst. So, it's, mm-hmm. what am I looking for? What do I say to them? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just spent a lot of time talking about the super early game content. Mm-hmm. So I basically completely ignored the main quest at the start, mm-hmm. went to Balmora, joined the Mages Guild, did a bunch of those quests. I went to Sadrith Mora, which you can teleport to via the Mages Guild. By the way, teleportation in the Mages Guild is easily the best form of fast travel in the game. 
because it does yeah. not depend on distance because it's just a teleportation spell. They take 10 bucks off of you and you show up wherever else you wanted to go. Um, so it sounds like none of you guys even touched the great houses in this game, which no, is I where some of nope. the really cool stuff is. That's where you get a house in this game. Like one of the later stage great house levels, like it gives you just a house on a plot of land. Mm-hmm. And then you go kill the people who own the other two plots of land you could have gotten. <laughs> um, so I joined House Telvani, which is the wizard house. Um, wizard. They get instead of, so you know how in Balmora, like everything's like this weird like box, like these weird little adobe structures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And has did any of you guys make it to like Aldrun or like the Ashlands regions, anything like that? I made it to the or like all the Ashlands. sand loads and shit. Yeah, I, so, I got there. Yeah, you know all the like little like the the shell houses, like the weird like <laughs> right. Like, everything's like this weird round shell thing. Um, the weird so weird design. the Balmora style. The Balmora style is called is for what's called House Halalu, which is like kind of like the sneaky, like conniving sort of like house. And then Redoran's kind of the fighter's guild in a way, where it's just like, it's all combat focused, everything's focused on like honor and shit like that. So the Telavani houses are giant hollowed out mushrooms. Hell um, yeah. Another don't... fun thing about the Telavani houses, they don't have stairs. They just have holes in the ceiling. Because Telavani so is the wizard faction. So you just guys... like teleport to the top? You, you, no, you levitate up. Are you they, levitate up. Are they like Smurfs? I'm pretty sure Smurfs live in houses. These sound like they, Smurfs. They, 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 they do sound. Smurfs do also I mean, all three live of these. in howled out mushrooms. Nessie, describe these three all houses three these like are. they're the Pokemon Go teams, okay? They pretty much are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which and one's then, instinct? And then, honestly, wait. Actually, though, because you're, the main quest is straight up you fighting Team Rocket. <laughs> like, there's like, there's like a cult of the six houses or something. I Okay, yeah. so... There's very little spoken dialogue. The majority of the story is conveyed over text boxes. I read all the text boxes, but retained approximately three percent of what I read in this game. Not even. Mm-hmm. Not even. There's. Me. It's, it's so. There's so many. It's so names. Dense. Every every name has like four consecutive U's in it, and I can't. I keep can't them read straight. I can't read any of it. It's like. <sighs> The world is so cool, and it's got, like, so much story to tell, and, and it's great, but it's all through these stupid little text boxes with the tiniest little font, and it's, like, mm-hmm. the actual, like, menu system itself where you can, like, click on words, and it'll, like, follow up and give you details. Like, it's it's nice, but at oh. the same time, you can get, your screen just gets littered after a while. It It's hard. It, it's really difficult to comprehend, like, the text story of this game, at least for me. Like, so I, Jake. So Jake, I don't think Jake could click on words. Oh uh, no! There's a little. There's a little glossary when you go into the journal where you can search alphabetically. Mm-hmm. I cannot click on words. No. So if you forget no. what something is called, you need to consult the internet to be able to find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. like the 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 epitome of a game where you need like a dual screen experience, like one where you're playing the game and then one with just like some sort of weak wiki open. Because, mm-hmm. Something to tell me what's going on. Yeah, because the the way this game conveys its information, it's so bad. It's so bad. Like the map is mm-hmm. really bad. The map's really bad. 
And like the compass, if you even want to call it that, it's just like in the bottom, what, right corner? There sure is something. And it doesn't tell you anything. Like you can't even expand it. Like it, it tells you nothing. And God uh, damn it. Yeah, there's, <laughs> so yeah. Fr- it's so frustrating. There's a lot, there's but a like, lot frustrating with this game. Yeah, but like you end up like fighting God at the end. Like it's pretty cool. As you, you, well, as you, you fight, do. you fight the devil. <laughs> You can also fight God if you want, and that's something. That's its that's its own thing. Where if you fuck up the main quest, you can fight God to like put it all back together. Like it's, future Bethesda it's, games, they have unkillable NPCs. This game, if you kill an NPC, it's fine. You just gotta fight God. Yeah, there we go. To fight for their soul back. Mm-hmm. I I find it fascinating that these games you can just fucking kill anybody, and then the guard will come and arrest you. And it's like, okay, well, you either pay them or you just get arrested, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, uh, there's there's a lot in this game. It's it's so full. It's I, I don't know how much I played of this game, like f- maybe 15 hours or so, probably like closer to 20, but five of those hours were spent in loading times. So I, I feel like I played a lot of this game, but I feel like I still comprehend nothing about it. <laughs> It's it's hard. I don't know. I played a lot of Oblivion too. Oblivion is the one I grew up with. So that this got your, me this got me in the mood to play that a lot. That um, was your Elder Scrolls game? That was that was my Elder Scrolls. Yeah, uh yeah. that game it I like the aesthetic of that game. It's a little oversaturated, but the graphics were in a good enough place where stuff looks alright and the animations are fine um not like fantastic or anything but i really i was gonna say that game looks pretty heavy metal you know it it kind of it kind of does yeah dude like the the oblivion gates those things are fucking yeah you get really sick of them after a while um (laughs) but there's like really cool stuff in that game but the way the enemy becomes more difficult so there's not like areas of the map that are just like inherently harder or areas where there are higher level enemies there's universal level scaling so as your character levels up so do the enemies and so does the gear and that game that mechanic just kills any sense of real power progression in that game and the only way to feel super powerful because even if you level up all the way you're still like encountering um like hp sponge enemies and the only way to like really feel powerful in the game is to basically like find exploits there's stuff like in the like kind of the mid late game you can just make a set of armor that makes you fully invisible and then the game's like broken from there i played that game a whole lot going back to it it's definitely interesting but that makes it really hard to engage with super well even Morrowind had things like that, too. Did either of you guys yeah. ever make a potion? Nope. A couple times. Okay. Potion making in this game, it's dependent on your alchemy skill and your intelligence. That determines whether or not a potion will succeed. If it does succeed, that'll determine how powerful that potion is. One of the effects in this game is fortify intelligence. Potions in this game are the only things that stack. <laughs> so you can make a bunch of potions to fortify intelligence drink those, and then use your fortified intelligence to make better potions of fortify intelligence. And then you can make <laughs> potions that do whatever the frick you want. 
Yep. <laughs> you can make a potion of invisibility that'll last the rest of your natural life. <laughs> That's pretty sick. I, I mean, you can essentially that. do the you can essentially do the same thing in Skyrim too. Kind of like do that whole exploit. There's always there's always a way to just completely break the games with the balance, and that's just been a, I think a consistent problem in the Elder Scrolls games that I've played. The difficulty has never been super ironed out because there's so many mechanics and moving parts in this immersive world, and in all the skills and how they interact with each other that getting it all to be powerful enough to be viable but not so powerful where it's broken is impossible and there's always going to be some way to make completely op or end up at level 20 and be completely underpowered for what you're facing kinds of characters exactly exactly have you played any elders have you played skyrim tony I played Skyrim for about the same amount of time that I've played Morrowind. Which uh, one did I, you like more? Tell us tell us your differing opinions uh, here. <laughs> that's tough. So I, I liked playing Skyrim more than I liked playing Morrowind. But um, I focused a lot more on building characters in Morrowind, which I thought was fun. Um, I didn't do that as much in Skyrim. I think I made, made like one fighter and just played for a couple hours and then put it down you know um never played oblivion but i watched a lot of people play oblivion i didn't actively play it but i like i watched others you know um that's it like i don't have a lot of experience with elder scrolls because i don't i don't find them fun or engaging (laughs) you know i just it's just not my type of video game i guess but this one was really cool (laughs) like i thought this world was the most exciting to explore Skyrim was very samey everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And Oblivion looked like heavy metal at times. Like the, the times that I watched people play that game, it was when they were doing the Oblivion gates. So like that was a cool twist on the world, I guess. Um, but Morrowind was just like there's so many varied environments in the game, and there's always that like that fog around basically, and like a, in a lot of areas, it's like kind of unsettling. The game's neat. It's neat. That's what it is. I don't like it, but it's a neat. Yeah, I think that's a very good way of talking about it. And when another Elder Scrolls game does come out, uh, Elder Scrolls Six, I really hope they do go more weird with it. Because the progression of the Elder Scrolls games have been becoming more like grounded fantasy. And that kind of sucks. I want it to go weird and go wild like Morrowind is. I would love if they brought spellmaking back into it. Because, yeah, the the progression of this to Skyrim is interesting. It definitely becomes more accessible, more playable, but it also loses a lot of stuff that makes the Elder Scrolls so unique and appealing. Yeah, uh, Nessie, I, I meant to ask you, are you one of those guys that likes the fact that the quests are a little bit more obtuse in this game and there isn't quest markers. Do you like that better than what the Elder Scrolls has become? You know, like compared to Skyrim, right, where they have this awesome map with quest markers and fast travels, like, way easier? The thing I will say in favor of that is that it makes it so that the game is designed that you can navigate it based off of that input. 
or at least that's kind of one of the guiding the guiding things behind the design. Does it always succeed? Not necessarily. And I can see when it fails, it really fails. And I can see a push for, hey, maybe we should have a quest marker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not having a quest marker pushes for a design where the world is so much easier to navigate. It's much more memorable. There's landmarks that can be called out aside from just, hey, you discovered a thing on the map that you can fast travel to. Yeah. There are definitely pros and cons to both. Um, The quest marker makes it just so much easier and kind of more fun to be able to directly approach your your objective. Um, in Oblivion, it becomes pretty linear. In Skyrim, they make it so you can't instantly fast travel to all the cities, and there's a lot of uh, natural barriers, like with mountains and whatnot, that stop you from being able to walk in a straight line. Uh, at the same time, time it's kind of weird when an objective is say like oh i need to find this this one book inside a tomb and then there's immediately a quest marker directly to where that book is hiding instead of maybe it leads to the area of the dungeon where the book is but then leads you to explore a bit i kind of like that with morrowind in that you need to kind of make your own directions and it makes you engage with the world and engage with the quest a lot more. But, like, put, like, a fucking X on the map or something. It doesn't need to be something. omnipresent. Just something. Or make it easier. Make it be like, okay, go to the signpost and go left. It'll be just off the road. Instead of go here, then go there. You'll see this. Go past it just a bit. Then turn right. Go uphill. Do a fucking backflip. Levitate for eight seconds to go to the top of this rock. And then I think it's somewhere around there. <laughs> it gets it gets exhausting. <laughs> it's neat. And it was implemented in a more interesting way. I'd love that. Um, Elder Scrolls Six, But all of these games have their own unique quirks that kind of fuck them up. But I... I like these games. I like these games. I I know I don't like open world games. Like I've never really played one outside of Breath of the Wild. That I guess you could consider that an open world game. You know, um, that's the only one I've ever enjoyed. And it's just like there's something about these types of games that I just I'm not into. Right, but this is probably the best one that I've like sat down with. Cause like I've played. Fallout 3, I played a little bit of New Vegas. I think this is my favorite one out of all the ones that I've played. Whoa. You know, the little bit of Skyrim that I played. I guess if if you want to count watching uh, uh, Oblivion, I think Morrowind's my favorite one. You heard, I still don't like it. You heard it here, everybody. Like Morrowind, Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, Tony from Hey, like that game's a favorite Bethesda game. <laughs> But I still don't like it. Like, <laughs> uh, the well, there's going to be an ellipsis at the end of that quote when they put it on the there's box the, art, okay? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the best of the worst. This is dot, 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 my dot, 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 favorite Elder Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I mean, okay, before we go on the, about this game for the next uh, another hour or so, like any any closing things we want to chat about before we actually get into the final ratings? Jake, you're currently playing through Skyrim. I am currently. Do you have all the downloadable content? Uh, I do. Yeah. Have you got? Have you done any of the Dragonborn content? Yeah, I've done. I've done all the Dragonborn content. Okay, so you've gone to Solstheim. Yeah. Did you go to Solstheim and Morrowind at all? 
Um, I don't know. I don't know if I <laughs> what it was called. Um, I think I might have. I didn't know that that stuff was in Morrowind, like that same kind of content. That's where it came from. Because like that, like Skyrim has very monotonous and like not always inventive enemies. Um, but when you do the Dragonborn DLC, they get like some like the weird, tentacly like deep kind of more deep lore stuff and i appreciate that i think that stuff is like the coolest stuff in skyrim so yeah that's actually that's super cool so like modernizing sort of the look of the game with those enemy designs uh leads to some really cool stuff and that's one of the things that i think skyrim is definitely missing is some really cool looking stuff can can i say one thing that i really appreciate about the elder scrolls series Uh. is that like it's all in the same world, all the same universe, right? Yeah. Like Skyrim is on the same globe as Morrowind. You know, there's overlapping stuff. Like, I find that fascinating. Like the when I was reading more about like the story of this game, and like, oh, like there are these tons of houses, and there's tons of history, and there's politics, and they're like, uh, the roots are very deep in this world. Like I, I find that fascinating, but it's almost like uh, the Lord of the Rings for me. Like I, I find that story fascinating, but like all the minutia, all the other deep lore stuff, I just don't really get into. And I feel like yeah. that's the bread and butter of Elder Scrolls is all of that stuff and everything being connected to this larger world. Like I find that to be great about this, but like, I don't want to explore it. I just, <laughs> I kind of want to watch it from afar. It's, you, you, it, it's like Eve online. You don't want to be a part of it. You just want to, you just want to watch what happens. <laughs> Actually, I just want to yeah. appreciate. Actually, that's a great, that's a great metaphor for it. Yeah. I've played, I've played a lot of this game, but the, or a lot of this series, but the lore in general is something I just, I don't I don't give a shit about it. I just you can't you can't even comprehend how little I care about the lore of this game. <laughs> I just think I just think I don't like medieval lore stories you like in fan- video games. Like, like high fantasy. I don't care about the lore. I just want Patrick Stewart to keep telling me I was in his dreams. Yes, that's that's my favorite part about Oblivion. But I know this is one of the things we talked about uh, way back in our Assassin's Creed episode where I'm one of the weirdos. I don't really give a shit what Ezio is doing. Like I'm more curious about the future timeline with Desmond and the Scooby-Doo gang yeah. there. And it's like yeah, yeah. I if it's something is set in like the future or like modern times, Nessie and I were talking about how nuts I am about the Resident Evil lore before this episode recording. Like, yeah, yeah, medieval stuff I don't care about in video games at all. I've absorbed zero of like any mythology of all these games in playing a lot of Oblivion and Skyrim and some of Morrowind. I just don't care. I just don't care so much. And, like, since the mechanics of this game aren't great and I just don't care about the story, it makes it that much harder. So so yeah. would you say when it comes to Bethesda games, you're more of a Fallout boy? I am a Fallout boy so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. That was, that was good. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. From oh man! Downtown. Best jo- best joke of the episode. It. All right, let's let's hop in these ratings. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I was about to say we're not gonna be able to 
beat that as a transition. All right, um, Nessie, guess I'll, I'll go. For, oh no, okay, okay. The, go ahead, Tony. Let me let me let me go. First. You're so, you're gonna I, I, yours I, is gonna be the easiest to guess, I think. Uh, yeah, I I don't. Hey, I don't like this game. I like I'm not that into these games at all. It this game is fascinating, and I. If the next Elder Scrolls game is more like this one than any of the other Bethesda games I've played, if this one is like different and has like the same magic that Morrowind feels like, then I may play that game. But for right now, (laughs) Elder Scrolls sucks, and so does Morrowind. So hey, I do not like that game. Okay, Nessie. uh, What about yeah? What about you, Nessie? Hey, I really like this game. Hey, all right. There's, I, I, I'm honestly like, there's. Once we get off this, I might just pick up the controller and start working my way through more of the expansion content. Because like, there's just something about this game. There's something about how you can build a character. Once you get a character going, like the ways you can like just keep going forward. Um, just finding new interesting nooks, finding new interesting parts of the game, like. I've known about this game for I think it's twenty years old at this point. Like it's I'm still finding new stuff every day. Well, I mean that's a that's a good point, and that's um a lot how I feel about Oblivion, which was my first Elder Scrolls game, mm-hmm. and Morrowind was yours. Where I still visit that game a lot, and even as much as I've played of it, I still get a lot of enjoyment out of it, and in looking at this or going about the world in a different way with different types of characters and i'm still uncovering new things um even i think 14 years later for that game and i like still love playing skyrim of course that game is a whole lot easier to play um but there's like there's still a very special place in my heart for oblivion on that note going to morrowind for me it's got to be a hey i don't like that game which is hard it's hard to say because like i understand that tony if you played oblivion you'd have a very similar reaction to it but like if you played an elder scrolls game at like a formative time of your life it might have resonated with you in the same way that morrowind does with nessie and oblivion does with me going back in time in these series is hard because they definitely have gotten a whole lot more accessible but, like, if you play this game when you're a kid or when you're in high school, when you just, like, have the time to really laser focus in on a game for hours and hours and, like, find the weird exploits and bugs, you can really love a game. And I totally understand why people have done that with Morrowind, but I didn't. So, hey, I don't like that game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a really good point. It's why we do this show, right? It is. It yeah. really is. And, I mean, it makes me look at Oblivion a whole different way, too, um, in yeah. that there's a lot, a lot, a lot of flaws with that game, and I don't know if I could really recommend it to anybody to play. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I, 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 yeah. Well, Tony. I feel, I feel, I feel the same way about E.T. for the adult. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> wait, go, wait, was that a was that a transition? Tony, are we playing ET for the next episode? <laughs> no. Oh my god. I have to go out to the desert and dig up my copy. <laughs> Google that shit, audience. <laughs> well, um, Tony, Tony, what are we playing for the next episode? 
Um, we are playing. We're we're going back. We're going back to '99. Ooh, and we are playing the N64 classic, Jet Force Gemini. Ooh. Oh shit, dude, this game's great. <laughs> I. Uh, Always wanted. I, this was the game I would see like advertisements in Nintendo Power and be like, oh. "Hell yeah, I want to try yeah. that game." I never did, and now I get to. So I'm super psyched about it, dude. I I'm excited for you. We are possibly going to have a guest too, uh, yet to be confirmed, but uh, we may have a guest on the next episode as well. Um, so yeah, Jeff or Shim and I. Yeah, well, thank you for our current guest, our guest Nessie, for uh, hopping in on this episode with us, and for the suggestion too. If you yes. have any suggestions for games for us to play, you can hit me up on Twitter at like that game. We have a Gmail at hey I like that game at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have our Facebook. Just search for uh, hey I like that game podcast, and you can reach out yep. to any of us. Yeah, and I guess on the next episode we will be playing <laughs> Jet Force Gemini. Jet Force Gemini, dude. Come on, get in sight. Jet Force Gemini. You get to For be a dog, dude. You get to, you be, get to be, oh, be a man, dog. Not since Call of Duty Ghosts have you been able to play a dog so powerful as Jet Force Gemini. <laughs> not since Dog's Life for the PS2. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks again, Nessie. Thanks again, viewers. Join us. Yeah, Nessie. Wait, do we have any emails, Jake? Uh, no, no emails. No me emails this episode. No emails, people. No. Write people, us some emails. We want to hear so, from you, especially you. You right there. Yeah, you, <laughs> Kevin. That one. You. Who be? I I wonder if anybody named Kevin actually listens. This <laughs> <laughs> if they do, they're gonna feel very spoken to. So, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, your opinion is the most important, Kevin. So please True. reach out not, to us. It's not yours, Brandon. Not yours, Brandon. You can fuck off. Nah, nah, nah. We only we only want Kevin. <laughs> we want everybody to write us because we love everybody. We do, but like, Kevin, come on, where you been? <laughs> yeah. Mom's worried. Send us an email. Alright, <laughs> uh, well, um, Live life passionately. Love each other unconditionally. And play games obsessively. Later. (laughs) Oh, man, that one got away from us a bit. for listening everybody make sure to subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to this on and also drop us a rating and review it really mean a lot to us thanks tune in next time